Hi, welcome back to Pink Space Dream, and you're listening with Beck. Thank you so much for joining me today on World Mental Health Day. Well, you may not be listening to it on that day, but today is the day. It is October 10th, and to celebrate, commemorate the day, I am being joined by my wonderful boyfriend, Marcos. Say hello. Hi. And we're going to be talking about another self-care strategy today. So um, (laughs) I didn't actually refer to the 50... Um, the infographic 50 ways to take a break instead because I know him like the back of my hand for the last what five years yeah yeah (laughs) oh known six yes Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so because of that I know that he um what how how would you say it how would you phrase it what is the the pc way to, to call you a gamer person that plays games he's a person that plays games and that is his preferred self-care strategy <laughs> um i know because he's literally always playing games have you seen those those tiktoks where um it, it'll be like those like oh put a finger down if like you know your boyfriend's the best like put put a finger down if like he stops his games for you oh you and then this? immediately they immediately just turn it off <laughs> <laughs> like they just like oh no that's it I'm yes done. Yeah. yes how do you feel about your demographic being attacked like that i love it actually <laughs> um i mean technically i'm not supposed to you know because gamers are supposed to rise up especially that one video that i remember um where it was like a guy was at a bar and he says all are welcome here and it said like a list of like ethnicities and um sexualities and then the guy looks up and says where are gamers? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the the Batman Beyond edit. Oh, that's true. That that is true. But <laughs> but still, like I think that one is, you know, another scenario that is just like you know where where are we in all of this? Oh you know, my we're gosh, always, we're always being shunned out and like not <laughs> and and then when we have our moments like. It's oh, there, there's these fat, ugly guys just like sitting behind a computer, <laughs> and, or eating chips and soda all the time. Like that is true, but like it doesn't mean that we're all, all of us are like that. I feel like it's a very '90s take. It, it still is a take today, <laughs> like especially with you know. I mean, I don't know if you're gonna bring this up, but video game violence, the, apparently mm. that politics, yeah, into that. Yeah, so, and I figured that's why it wasn't, it wasn't even on the list. Um, I actually need to look up when that, that infographic was posted or copyrighted, established, whenever. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely was scanning there to see if video games was on there, and it was not. But I, I know there's a lot of, like, controversy around it, so I figured you'd be the perfect person to talk about that because I know when the um, quarantine happened with COVID, I definitely... You know, you know, I was very addicted to my Switch. Mm-hmm. You know, March 20th, Animal Crossing came out. Boom, it was over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um, that was my way to self-care. And then it was honestly just very much an escape for me. But it, it, but you, you lived your whole life like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's been a thing. I don't know. Like, it's kind of hard to say where I started, like, in, entirely playing. So my first game was the Game Boy Advance with uh, with um, Mario, uh, uh, New Mar- Super Mario Brothers, I think. No, New Mario Brothers, because Super New Super Mario Brothers was the three uh, the the DS version. I didn't even know they made that. Yeah, they made a remake of it, um, and then 
it was like Donkey Kong and like just a bunch of arcade games that were like turned into portable, you know, games instead. Mm -hmm. And so that was my first introduction to like platformers and stuff. And then it became a first person shooter. Well, technically it was third person with Ghost Recon, like the original, it was like original strategy game where, you know, you lead a, a team of your own to stop terrorists basically. And that was like my first introduction of, because of my dad. And oh, I, wow. and of course, I think at that time, I think that's where it was like video game violence was on the rise too mm -hmm. as well. It was like early 2000s where like pull, like video games like cause violence. And it's just like, oh, and my I know my dad was playing it and I'm pretty sure he didn't really know too much. Like he was like, oh, this is like, you know, exactly what I went through and you know it's like you know, this is tactical and stuff mm -hmm. and he knows it's a video game and i was like oh uh, can i try it you know i asked my dad and my mom wasn't there so like that's when <laughs> that's when he was like don't tell your mom i let you play this and i was like okay <laughs> and so i didn't i never did until like um like i guess i was like in middle school where i was like wanting first person shooter games mostly mm -hmm. um, um but again like it was stuff like I mostly had like a GameCube, which was family friendly kind of games either For way. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, mine was a lot of similarities. So I think I've told you, but when I was like five years old, like my parents were super into Team Fortress Classic on the PC. Yeah. And so, and I was our only child at the time. So I made my own fun. Um, a lot of times I would just chill by them and just like watch them. Uh, but it eventually got to be like where they would go to the restroom, I would like keep them going so they weren't AFK. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and eventually I, you know, mained, what is it, the heavy weapon guy? Oh, heavy? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was my go-to because I'm, I ha don't have the patience, even today, if I try to get on a first-person shooter, I don't have the patience for the reloading and all those, like, extra <laughs> mechanics and zooming in to snipe and all that. Like, I just, that's just not my style, you know? But um, I think if I had stuck with it, I could have. I grew out of it, not grew out of it, but there was a time when I had moved towns and um, during that move, I was without Wi-Fi for a long time. So I, it was like a, like a big change in the gaming industry to where Counter-Strike was a new thing. Mm -hmm. And it just felt super off to me when I tried to pick it back up. Um, so I just kind of like dropped that. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, thanks for sharing. Um, so why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're at in life right now? I would say it's tricky to be to, <laughs> to, to describe myself and to say where I'm at right now. I guess I'm just, you know, trying to be uh, a young adult in a, in the United States. I can just I could just vaguely just say it like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um you know, I think a lot of people can relate where it's like, oh, what am I going to do today or in the next day? And like, because I mean, I'm living by myself uh, in like a dorm mm -hmm. uh, room and it's just like, oh, where am I going to go eat? Oh, if I'm going to eat or if I'm going to oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> or, or what am I going to where am I going to go or um, what am I going to do? If, uh, or it's like, oh, I have to work today. What time? Where? How long? You know, they just dreading a few times, but not like all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and then with classes, um, you know, just doing classes um, right now with online uh, studies yeah. um, and tests and quizzes. So 
I mean, I would say at my life, I'm still uh, going forward with myself and my future uh, and see where it leads me to. Nice. And what's the name of your degree? Like, what specifically are you studying? Uh, oh, just, it's just psychology. Oh, okay. So no, like, yeah. specifications at the moment? Mm-mm. Nah. I mean, there's, like, criminology, but, like, that's, like, the only specific one, I would say. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm sure I've told you it's like super different for teachers. It's like you can, it's like interdisciplinary studies, and then it's like which grade levels are you doing? EC through six, generalist. Are you doing EC through six? It's, it's just more of like what specific place that you're going to for college, just because some mm -hmm. of them, if they're like, oh, we're a psychology heavy field, then where they're gonna do psychology, yeah. a lot of like individual, because <clears throat> uh, psychology is broad, and so many branches, so. Absolutely. They could probably have something like that. Yeah. So how has being a psych major made you more aware of your own mental health? Well, I can say this in two ways. Uh, aware in mental health is that you can go to webmd.com and say, I have all of this stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people do. Or you can do the same thing as a psychology major, read a dull book of all the symptoms and say, <laughs> I have all of this here. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a there's a thing. Uh, I forgot it was like symptoms of like, oh, if you're reading these and you think you have the symptoms, well, then you probably don't have them. A lot of abnormal psychology majors or, or graduates go through that because they're like, I might be schizophrenic or I might be uh, I might have PTSD or I have my major anxiety disorder mm -hmm. and it's just like well you may have some anxiety but sometimes it's not major yeah because the only one who can like really diagnose you is a certified therapist right yes just to kind of clear that up yes not like um like a psychic yeah <laughs> or like people that are saying oh, i'm in training you know yeah and I, and I even learned that when i when i personally went to counseling it was like i got a referral and like a suggested mm -hmm. of what i have which is like the most likely case mm -hmm. but if i ever decide to go you know see a therapist or get a full diagnostic that would be the official diagnosis right yes yeah i mean i went through counseling as well because uh, i have been aware of my own mental health um for years it's just that i didn't know if i needed the help or not which yeah. i feel like is something that a lot of people go through and that need to understand that they need to get help and it's hard sometimes. It's not that it's just, well, it's, it's hard sometimes to accept it. And then sometimes it's also hard to go to go see someone too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that you'll find that was true with me. That was a case. Um, I'll explain it more in detail in a later episode. I've been yeah. planning it. But when, like, I, I feel like I knew that I've been, that I needed to go like a year before I actually did it and actually went. Mm. Like, it was like the, the actually like, knowing which off in because I, I went through my school so it was like knowing which office to go to because i didn't go to the um to the clinic or the yeah. health department at my school i actually went to a, a support through my major they had counseling for specifically my major which i found was the most beneficial uh for me because i i've told you how it like the you know i definitely benefited a lot from it um but it, it did take that 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 first step to actually call and, and see mm -hmm. and go. Definitely. So I, I like how you mentioned that, you know, how it how it impacted your own awareness of your own personal mental health. 
So how would you say that video games have played a role in that, either now or earlier in life? So I can take in very different perspectives. So like, um, since I get, again, like I said, psychology is such a vague, like, like field of work. So because you can't go into graduate school and be like, oh, I'm going to be psych, psych graduate. And it's like, well, you're going to have to learn everything. Um, so there's a branch called, um, uh, what was it? Developmental psychology. Uh, or you can also say, um, you know, reward system. And like, that's what people talk about all the time. That's how you get addicted to video games. Um, there's a reward system. It's like, that's why mo- there's so many moms that like love Candy Crush so much and they're spending so much <laughs> money on it mm-hmm. um, and going through all the levels and everything. And it's just because, you know, it, it, it feels rewarding. It feels like you have control over something or you can take it another way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very therapeutic um, in a sense of like, in case of boredom or mm-hmm. in case of coping, um, of like some situation that you're just like, Oh, I want to play a puzzle game, you know, make me think and, yeah. and something, or, um, I know I've seen you play the color matching game yes, or I the love colors, you. Uh, color scaling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That helps out a lot because you're just like, Oh, I want to achieve this goal. And this is one goal. And that's again, a reward system, but it's more of like it, it's not like, oh, like it doesn't reward you every single time you get the right spacing because it doesn't give you any hints unless you ask for it, mm-hmm. which a lot of people won't want to do because they want to do it on their own. That's their goal. So it has some value to them to be like, I want to make this my goal and to finish this mm-hmm. um, myself. And then there's also because not everyone is like, you know, perfectly professional at a game all the time so that's why they have difficulties mm-hmm. where you can be like oh i want to know the story so they put it on easy mode and it'll be like i love the story and everything or they say i want you know the balanced gameplay that i want to play that they the devs uh wanted to make um entirely or if you want to challenge yourself you do all the challenges or the the hardest difficulty mm-hmm. which i would think is the most stressful thing that you <laughs> could do in the not the dumbest, but like if you really want to challenge yourself or you really hate yourself, <laughs> that you would do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I guess in that case, which games or, um, yeah, like which mm-hmm. games or which style of games have, have really helped you in your own mental health journey? I think a lot of adventure games mostly. Mm-hmm. Not like platformers as much. Like Breath of the Wild. So like Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. puzzle platformer, technically. Mm-hmm. You go through different shrines, different challenges to get what more hearts or more stamina. Because mm-hmm. like you start out with three hearts and a low stamina wheel mm-hmm. where you have to use all the time to glide because it takes... It takes stamina to glide uh, a few places and for long distances. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you don't want to get hurt as much, you get more health too. Yeah. And you got to l- learn how to cook and eat. The thing is, you have to learn all this stuff on your own, though. It doesn't give you any hints. Mm. Like, that's how Legend of Zelda games have been all, all the time from Nintendo. Mm. And I feel like that's not as stressful. Um, and it's more calming and that you enjoy it a lot more too. Yeah. Um, kind of like the same way with the Spider-Man games that I had. Um, because the most iconic one is the second one, of course, um, from the Tobey Maguire films. Oh. Um, everyone played that game because they're like, oh, you can go and talk to people. You can do that. Because the first game, 
like it wasn't capable of like um of swinging all the way down to new york on the streets because every time you fall down you be reset back up and it's like oh you can't you can't play in the street and it's like well we'll try to do that in the second one they did Mm -hmm. and that one was more cool because like you're able to like do anything that you want and swing around uh, places and you just like it's like um you feel it, it's a it's been a meme but it's mm-hmm. like oh you feel like spider-man or you <laughs> feel like batman mm-hmm. it's like it's like a power power thing too oh yeah really? because you're the one controlling yeah the character i can see that for mm-hmm. sure and you're fighting bad guys or at least in the story yeah in the story it's telling you that you're fighting the bad guys <laughs> nice I think for me, when it comes to the games that have played a major role in my life, um, oh, there's this one. It's for the computer. I don't even know if it's still available anymore. It was one of those, like, Flash games. But it was called Neon Racer, Neon Race, something Mm. like that. Um, But And it was on so many, like, of those, like, sketchy websites. But I loved it because, um, I don't know, it was just literally all you did was race you either press like the right arrow the left arrow and it was like um i think the color scheme was nice because it had like neon outlining and a lot of black so like the colors i thought were really soothing um and so i would put on my own music i Mm. i think i've told you that before uh sometimes when i play video games um if i if i'm like in like a i'm gonna relax the heck out of today (laughs) mode like i will Put on my own music and then just mute whatever the game has, which is not a diss to any of the soundtracks because I know that most of them are so amazing. I'm talking about a Flash game, though. <laughs> yes, yes, I am talking about a Flash game, but I've told you I also do that on Mario Kart as yes, well. Um, <laughs> but also, racing games, they can have very chaotic noises. Mm-hmm. So I like to turn on my music and, and just um, and just play. Or, oh, I even do it. Um, I don't do this all the time because I love the music on this game, but uh, Smash Brothers Brawl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. The opera. Yeah, so good. And so uh, sometimes, though, just if I need to be in, like, my zone, my headspace, it just feels a little more mine. I feel like I can take more ownership over me playing it if I have my own stuff going. It's definitely a psychology thing, too. Really? Because it's um, helping your environment, like a, like a workspace kind of thing. It's oh e- I would say it's equivalent to that because you, you make it your own and you help yourself out, basically. Really? Yeah. I've never thought of it that way. It, yeah, it's a psychological factor to if your safe space or your space that you're working at yeah. and you make it your own, like you feel mm-hmm. you feel good about that instead. Oh, I totally see that. Wow. Yeah, because if um because if I have the games music going, sometimes like I'm aware of like the fan base, especially with like Smash mm-hmm. or like the Super Mario games, to where it's like it it like it's nice and it, it, I'm so glad to be playing it and there with the music in that moment. But if it really if I need to have like a self-care mindedness about it, it sometimes it can feel like it's not all mine or like I got mm-hmm. into it late. Because I, I know a lot of, like, I didn't even, so all of my consoles my whole life have been, like, family shared. So the first one that I ever had that was, like, mine, mine was the Switch because mm-hmm. I, like, saved up for it. And so, um, and so it's it's definitely, um, I don't know, like, I just, I feel, like, a, a sense of me when I'm playing the Switch yeah. um, because it's the first console that I 
that I bought. I don't know. Have you, have you ever had that? Excuse me. Have you ever had that feeling? Well, yeah, because I play all the time, at, like, in the middle of the night when I was a kid, too. And be like, this is mine. And, like, my parents gave it to me. And, of course, they're just like, oh, we bought this for you. This is ours. But, of course, they would never play it. So it's like it's, they could say just take it away. But mm-hmm. for me, it was just like, yeah, I could play this whenever I want. This is mine, you know. And that's why I think the same way with, like, decorative things, um, when people decorate their consoles or their controllers. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? That's, that's, they do whatever they want. They're the ones that bought it. And uh, mm-hmm. if they feel like they want to personalize it, go ahead. Like, that's yeah. their thing. It's just that um, if they're going to resell it, it um, might be considered damaged. But it's whatever. It's their stuff that they had for a while. So it, Definitely. It it doesn't yeah it doesn't really concern me unless they're like <laughs> hacking it. Yeah, 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 I see your point. Because that's cheating <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So, so we've talked about how video games can be like a relief um, or a release of stress. Mm. Uh, so, how, have they ever been a stressor for you though? Um, like I said, I tried dif- different difficulties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like I. <sighs> What was this one? Oh, I tried Bloodborne because it was free. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried it and I just did not like it. I didn't really feel mm-hmm. like I wanted to keep going. And a lot of people are like, uh, I know the fan base a lot. And the fan base is like, oh, I love like a challenge. And like this, these games mm-hmm. um, are always a challenge like Bloodborne and um, uh, Sekiro and um, oh. uh, Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, uh, I tried it and I didn't like it. So mm-hmm. it's like, you can't blame me for not trying it and giving it my own opinion about it. I'm not saying that they're bad games. It's sure. just that I'm saying that it wasn't for me. Yeah. Is that like the like a 3D like RPG style? Um, it was more of, well, it, they claim their own style basically. So it's 3D RPG, but... You have like a stamina bar. You yeah, roll sure. this amount, and mm-hmm. if you you gain items to to better yourself, mm-hmm. but like I couldn't pass a few parts, so I was just like, ah, there's no way. And they're very infamous for their first level bosses oh, to wow. be very difficult. So just to be like, hey, like this mm-hmm. is how the game's gonna be. You're gonna have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, uh, I'm not really for it. I don't find it as fun. Like, yeah, sure, some of our friends would be playing it, but be like, nah, I don't miss so it. So they like front loaded the difficulty on the bosses. There's no difficulty. Like, you can't change the difficulty at all. No, it's but what I'm set. saying is that with the bosses, like they made mm-hmm. it so that the first couple ones were going to be more difficult. It was more like the first one's going to like. It's a tutorial boss. Like, it's not even like the first boss. Oh, yikes! Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm just oh, like, well, I haven't, I, in Bloodborne, I hadn't even touched the tutorial boss. So I was like, yeah. if like all these other stuff oh. is just very difficult, I don't mm-hmm. really feel like I should play it as much. Um, so I'd rather do stuff that like I'm more familiar to, but I was like, I gave it a shot and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, is that my fault? Not really because I didn't, you know, I wasn't really into it. That was it. Yeah. Um, I do like the lore, the way they do it. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I've found, too, that very story-heavy games are, like, my my cup of tea. Like, mm. you know, I, I feel like I can... I feel like video games have just changed so much over the last, like, couple years to where, the, like, the stories can be, like, really intricate. Mm-hmm. Um, 
to where it's like because you know I get a lot of my de-stressing from like watching tv like that's my jam and I know you're really into movies and so video games are really getting to that point I yeah feel like Especially with like um, when you showed me God of War, mm. those seamless transitions. What you didn't? I couldn't tell when it was a cutscene or when it was gameplay. Yeah. Like that is amazing. Like, and that's only been in the past couple years mm. where games have been able to do that. Um, I think another one was, was is, is Last of Us is like that, right? Um, I mean, they still had loading zones, but like it was mm-hmm. the same exact way where like the graphics were as in scene with the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And then from what I saw from um, what was it, uh, Half Life Alex? Mm-hmm. It, I think it was also like a similar concept. Yeah, since it was VR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just so crazy. Yeah, it really blows my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, which games specifically have brought you the most peace in your day? Peace. Oh. It was a platformer that doesn't give you as much either. It was called, um, it was supposed to make a sequel and then the guy really just gave up because of Twitter. It's called Fez. I don't, I don't recall. It was this really good platformer game where like you can switch up. I, I don't know if you, I don't I think I've told you this a few times. So like you have the 2D screen Mm -hmm. but then you can flip the world in 360. oh really so like you have one side it's a cute it's basically four sides Mm -hmm. you have one side then you go you can switch it to the other and like if you're on the edge um you can get to like different platforms uh, that you weren't able to do before so let's say like there's one block that's super far away that you can that you can't reach but if you turn it it looks shorter and it comes down to you and you can jump on it and then you can switch it back and you'd be like oh i can get to that side now okay um it was very complicated and very very unique and then there's supposed to be a second game mm-hmm. where like after it released mm-hmm. and then all he did he said one opinion everyone attacked him about it mm-hmm. about a i think jrpgs so japanese role-playing games oh, okay and he said i don't i don't see the 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 fun in it as much and then everyone attacked him and he had the power to say fez 2 is canceled forever indefinitely i'm not gonna make any more games yikes and he closed down the studio oh oh ow because it's an indie game oh so it was a smaller thing and Mm -hmm. he was i don't think he was the one that published it but he was the one that owned fez and the studio and his development studio mm-hmm. but the game did a lot for you it was very peaceful the soundtrack was beautiful oh. um and there's some parts where it's like very eerie it was very very it was it made you immersed into it i love that um and it also had like a mysterious vibe that you wanted to get the to know the world a little bit more it's like wow this is very interesting it's very intricate mm-hmm. because there's like easter eggs and like um little like little checkpoints where you can just like you have to do a sequence of turns Mm -hmm. and turning around or how many times you have to do it and you have to decipher the code in order to understand Mm -hmm. like there's a language within the game and it's Mm -hmm. just like that was so intricate Mm -hmm. of doing something like that and you could figure out on your own you could look it up on on youtube or whatever Mm -hmm. 
but like it that never gave you a point where you're just like oh this is gonna frustrate me you don't have to collect everything to understand it you could just do the minimum tasks that you need to do and you're done yeah i really wanted i really wanted the second one after i was done and yeah. i completed everything 100 percent everything on oh it. man that must so hurt. It, it hurt a lot oh. when, when i looked at the trailer that year i was like oh that's interesting the second game mm-hmm. and then it's just like oh a few months later canceled yeah i think the game that has brought me a lot of peace um well, definitely Animal Crossing, but it's also brought me a lot of stress more lately. Um, I haven't been able to keep up with the updates. Um, I just got on for the Halloween one, um, but I haven't really looked around and done all the things I can do yet. Um, I just got so obsessed with like time traveling to make my Ice Kingdom because I'm recreating Ooh from Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went back to... to um, present day i'm time traveling but um i went back to present day and i'm i've been obsessing over nothing (laughs) i'm looking back at it i'm like i did not need to spend like 20 hours just trying to get some snowflakes to make one more chair for this table (laughs) like genuinely that's what it was and it's like the the december one's really hard to to collect everything but uh anyway um uh, one big one another one that has really brought me just a lot of peace every single time is super mario galaxy Mm -hmm. and when we did our our playthrough on the wii it was like what two summers ago yeah oh my gosh that was one of the most like relaxing times (laughs) i ever had because i i did the game for on my own for the most part i think and it was my first playthrough Mm -hmm. um but i think you were there for like all the all like the big cut scenes and and some of like the best worlds yeah especially your penguin one oh yeah penguin penguin planet Mm -hmm. how far have you gotten on it um on the switch um i can't remember the last time because it's been uh like a week i think that Mm -hmm. i haven't that i haven't like really touched it again Mm -hmm. um but again i've really been loving every second of it too Mm mm-hmm yeah, I haven't even touched the other two games for the All-Star Pack yet, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure are going to be fantastic. It's just um, I'm I'm more familiar with Super Mario Galaxy because I was like played it just recently uh, or what feels like recently. Um, I haven't made it very far into it yet, but I'm just like taking my time, enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and hopefully by the time I do get around to playing Super Mario Sunshine and, and Super Mario 64, um, I won't be so busy with work and um, I'll be able to like experience it for the first time and like truly appreciate it. Yeah. Ew. Okay. So what advice would you give to those looking into video games as stress relief? Cause I know we talked about the good and the bad and we know that there's tons of controversy around it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're, it's really hard to say because they had to put, it's an investment like anything is an investment Mm -hmm. um whether it's your time or your money Mm -hmm. um like people have to understand that like every year or every other year when they make new consoles they put hundreds of dollars into yeah it could be expensive and the same thing with games since they're sixty dollars which i don't really um understand Mm -hmm. because we have nintendo with these little cartridges because back then, CDs and DVDs, expensive because it's the new st- new technology. And it made sense. Like, they were, like, $30 or 40 
and now it's like they doubled the price of like a lot of stuff and it's just like it doesn't make any sense anymore you know mm -hmm. so you're saying indie games are the way to go oh yeah they've been they've been away that's why the switch was so popular is because all the indie games are going we're going into that because mm -hmm. um, they they had a spot in PC, but like not many people want to buy an indie game on their PC. Be like, because they pay thousands of dollars to put a graphics card on a on their PC. They're not going to use it on. A, I wouldn't. It's not a bad thing that it's low end. It's very minimalist, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, well, because it's start a lot of it is startup, right? Yeah. They're looking for like financial support. Yeah, until they get more money and then they, they can enhance it a little bit more with mm -hmm. the developing. Because mm -hmm. I know that's definitely what Bendy did, right? Yeah. Yeah, they did Bendy that. and the Ink Machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I know that the first couple of chapters, they were really looking for like, you know, donations. And, and then they like would go back and like update the, the older chapters so they'd look a lot more clean. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, they take a lot of care. Mm -hmm. unlike a lot of other companies do mm -hmm. yeah I, I know for me when it comes like to specifically stress relief if i do in like excuse me if i'm on the go a lot uh kind of like i am like now um like you said like the the color scheming game i love hue oh my gosh that one's so relaxing it's a really good go-to um i know there's also like some more big names like Pocket Camp, um, Animal Crossing mm. Pocket Camp. Um, my students, some of them are going ahead and downloading it because I'm so obsessed with <laughs> Animal Crossing and they know it. Um, it's so funny. All making, they have to do making more gamers for the army. <laughs> I guess I'm doing God's work, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> really, sometimes I'll be like in the middle of a math lesson and all they have to do is go, Miss Gonzalez, who's your favorite Animal Crossing character? And I was, I just give them a look and I'm like, Coco, obviously, hey, you're getting me off topic. And then mm -hmm. we go back into it. Um, oh, and, and, and a lot with, um, my kids are really playing Among Us right now. I, I don't know if I told you. I had, everyone is. Yeah, everyone is. But I had, um, and I don't know if that's necessarily stress relief. Like if, if I'm crew, I'm good. If I'm an imposter, I'm sweating. I don't want to be an imposter ever. I so it's, it's fun when so I get away with it. You're being competitive is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I guess, yeah. And you know what? I, I guess in that case, instead of it necessarily, it is stress relief in a way, but not in a peaceful way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Can, can you have, I guess you can have, it's it's stress relief in a, in a cathartic way. Like if I have like built up like chaos or like, a you know, you know, my hectic schedule, it, and you're, you have a hectic schedule, too. So it's like when I'm, you know, playing, especially with, like, randos, um, it's nice to just kind of, like, leave that that pent-up chaos in my head, you know, mm. on the game. And then when I turn it off, it's like, it's off. That, that chaos is gone. It's kind of funny how that works. I even thought of, like, and I know I'll do that with music, too. Like, music doesn't just have to be, like, peaceful to be stress relieving like sometimes I will be you know singing my like indie rock stuff at the top of my lungs in my car like and then I leave and I feel so much better it's mm -hmm. just and I guess for like a lot of other people it, it could be like pent-up aggression which is where I think the misconception comes in for video games specifically it, it, it's only because like um what's it first person shooters and and um 
like Grand Theft Auto. It's like, oh, this is stuff that like, if it's like a first person shooter, it's like, oh, these kids are like doing stuff like that. And it's like, nothing about Grand Theft Auto says life simulator to well, me. Like, like the, it, it's like the, as far as the graphics go, like the graphics just like it's, and it's not supposed to be like, they're not there to where I'm like, wow, I'm buying into this world. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like people really move like that. People really yeah. can just jack a car like that. It, it's funny to me when, when people claim it to be like real life at times too, um, because I think, um, cause like they're, they're rated for reasons. Like, mm -hmm. like that's the parent, if, if it's, parents being mad about video games and the parents are the ones that are like that have to buy the m-rated games is that the kids fault that men are are dreaming about oh gotcha gotcha because they think like the strippers and stuff play into like the male fantasy the male fantasy like gta yeah but if you're an adult and you buy this game you you already know what's real and what isn't mm-hmm you're already there. So it takes talk like conversations and like healthy communication. Like yeah, if you're gonna like play, know parenting. this. <laughs> so like if you're gonna do this, know this and that. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Like preface it. Yeah. If if that's what works with exactly. your situation. Some people just wanna play the game, some people just wanna mess around. Mm-hmm. Um again, it's like control. Um yeah. I wouldn't say it's a god complex, but like you in, in in GTA, you cannot die because the whole thing is satire. It's been satire. How can we make fun of it and be strategic about it too mm -hmm. and have good writing mm -hmm. and have funny writing? How can we do that? And that's why the series is so popular because they take it from different decades and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, GTA Vice City makes fun of the 80s. Mm -hmm um gta 5 makes fun of modern life and politics and hollywood and just they make fun of just la in in general mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's literally where it's based off of it's making fun of california mm -hmm. entirely yeah so thanks for sharing on that um i know that was oh very complicated <laughs> very loaded uh just video games in general just can be very like loaded and controversial if you're going into kind of like the the society's perception of it, you know, where it's come, you know, come from and where it's, where it's headed now. Um, so with that, uh, kind of a last question, like a fun head cannon. Um, and I, I had, I didn't tell you about this one. Um, but I want you to design the perfect video game for stress relief. Goo. Oh gosh. <laughs> what would it have off the top Fez of your head? Two. <laughs> Fez two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Like, I would say like if it was like tailored just for you, not even like to spread for it to be widespread, like what is like what would be like the ideal game for Marcos? I guess like an accumulation of a bunch of superheroes i was thinking the same thing i was gonna say but i was gonna say like it, it would be like spider-man and batman in the same game and you can swap out who you play as it would be something like that or um <laughs> like i wish like there's so much that um like i would like i can't establish it myself you look so overwhelmed but, but happy but i can <laughs> 
definitely <laughs> already talk about how established games can be better. Like, I would like an accumulation of all superhero games in one package, of course. Mm-hmm. But, like, with... Because, like, the new game right now is a Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone was upset about it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, okay, interesting. Because it's multiplayer, you can... You have to play with a bunch of people that are like Hulk, Widow, uh, Black Widow, Iron Man, Captain mm-hmm. America, Thor, and they're adding new characters. But like, it's already, it was already met from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or a Captain Marvel, or not Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, because she's, um, um, she's a little girl that got her powers. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can just mess around, really. Like sandbox mm-hmm. games are fun. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's why so GTA. That's why GTA is so much fun, is because you could do whatever you want with no consequences, and then you get, or the only consequences is police. Mm-hmm. You know what that reminds me of? That would be really cool if you had that concept of like sandbox superheroes, but you did kind of like what a lot of like the the Telltale games do, and like Life is Strange, where like at the end of like a chapter or like a section for your game it like tells you the different things you could have done and what percentage of players did that yeah that'd be so cool like who saved this person and... yeah i think it would definitely be cool to see a morality kind of thing too yeah it's just like do i save this person or the other one or do <laughs> do i interrogate this way or do i hurt them in a different way and it's just like that would be cool mm-hmm. um and different stories would be based off of like what character you have oh my i think my dream video game would probably be something very colorful <laughs> very pink mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think like ooh 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 maybe something where like uh one of those like space simulators or like um you can like navigate through space kind of like a google earth but if you touch on different like stars and planets you can get like fun facts and like play like music through it or like mm-hmm. Um, something where you can like manipulate like color and sound, but in space. <laughs> that would be so relaxing. Like I don't know if I've told you, there's this one uh, series of apps I like. Uh, let me take a look. I just downloaded it back on my phone. I played it a lot. Well, it's not something you play. I used it a lot when I was on my Kindle. Um, I just stumbled upon the apps and I was obsessed with it. Oh, did I delete it? I, I might have deleted it to make space. But one of them is called like Triple A, I think, or something like that. But it's like, it's just a like um, light and color and shapes. And so you just touch the screen and just like watch different patterns mm. of colors go. I have a couple of screenshots because I'm obsessed with it. Like if you look here, I have like this like web. <laughs> and so it, if I put two fingers down, it makes a spinny web. If I put like three fingers down, it makes like a big old swirl and it's literally just like a sandbox of like manipulating light and colors. Mm. So I think that would be cool to do something like that in space. I think the developer is called Sung Labs. Um, so if anyone wanted to go check that out, um, I think some of them now are cost like 99 cents, but if you're going to use it, super stress relieving. <laughs> I love it so much. And it's not really a video game. It's more of a simulator. But I would like to do something like that in my perfect video game. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Marcos, for coming on as my first official guest. Sorry, he's like smirking at me and he just 
<laughs> he does it all the time. He makes me so angry, and I know he's gonna. He has a plan. So here's what he was gonna do because I know I'm like the back of my hand. <laughs> so I was gonna go. Thank you for having me on my podcast, and he was gonna go. Yeah, he knows <laughs> being indifferent drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just did it! You just did it! <laughs> In the most sincere way possible. Thank you for coming on and being my kind of first guest. Yes. Yes. Um, Mac was our official first one, but she didn't really interact because she wanted to be grumpy and go in her tortilla mm -hmm. and not come out because she was being moody. Can't I can't with her. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that we were right that she's a teenager since she's like one year old. Yeah, yeah, she is such a teenager. I swear, all she does is sleep and poop and get prickly when I'm trying to love her and eat in the middle of the night. She just, technically for her it'd be the middle of the day, but it'd be night for her because she's nocturnal. Yes, so she wakes up in the middle of the day and eats, and then yeah. I get mad at her to go back to sleep. Um. Yeah, I think we just need to put her food away when during the day. Okay, you're looking at me like you don't like that idea. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. If she if she can exercise, she can keep her food out. <laughs> it's not my fault that she doesn't use her wheel. I know. Pobrecita. Mm -hmm. So anyway, thank you for having me, um, especially on World Mental Health Day. That is so huge right now and i just um i just thank you for being oh for being open and just down to just conversate and and you know destigmatize you know counseling and therapy and all the good things um you it, said you said thank you for having me instead of i thank you for having you i've got the gamer sweats what <laughs> can i say <laughs> oh man that's going to be one that I'm going to kick myself for later <laughs> if I could, but I can't because I live in the first person. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but anyway, it was great having you. Is there anything that you want to uh, plug if for anybody that's listening? Any social media or wink, wink, anything anything that you <sighs> post about? Do I have to shamelessly plug that? Maybe? It's not a shameless plug. I am inviting you to plug. And if you don't do it, then I will tell the world. All right. So <laughs> the sponsor is... I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, apparently, if I am able to plug it in, I have my own podcast called The Untitled because I couldn't come up with the name on my own. But it's just more of like um, just to talk about playlists that I've made um, in the past of characters from movies, TV shows, just how their journey is more than how their it because their journey is their character. And so I use songs that best represent them instead of just like, you know, every time they you look at this person, it's just like, oh, how do you think they would listen to music it's more of like their journey within music mm -hmm. with music i it's just called the untitled and it has i don't really have a good icon right now but it'll be i guess later yes there's gonna be some exciting things coming i know he's talked to me a lot about his concepts and ideas and i'm so excited <laughs> definitely go give it a listen uh where is it available 
Anchor and Spotify. I don't really know if it's on Apple Podcasts, really. Mm-hmm. No, it is because my mom wanted to know if it was on Apple Podcasts. Oh, she looked it up? Yeah. Oh. And I looked up, it was, I basically looked up my name and I was like, oh, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up my name and it was there. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh I don't know if I like that, but whatever it's access to. Mm-hmm. Different platforms, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which anchor is really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you guys for being with me. I thought I maybe had a closing, but it was like five in the morning and I was kind of anxious and I was up and awake and thinking about this. So, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. Um, I'll get an official closing soon. Um, be safe and have a great whenever this podcast finds you. Goodbye.